Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. So it's somebody described the kind of last six, seven months as a COVID coaster and it sort of feels like just coming back into work is a more extreme version of that. It just feels great and it feels awful and it feels brilliant and desperate all at the same time. No scuffles of feet against concrete floors. No chatter behind a brutalist beam. No whispers, rounds of applause. Theatres are places of noise and connection, singing and contentment, exclamation and challenge, vivacity and vitality. These past months they've sat begging to be used, to fling their doors open, to welcome our humanity and vulnerability. There's a ghost in my machine. It's called my diary. I never took anything out of my diary as everything fell apart. And now, every now and again, something pings up to remind me of the things that I would have been doing if the pandemic hadn't happened. So this week I would have started on Kerry Jackson at the National Theatre with Indu directing. You know, it's just, it's just weird. It's like a ghost of my past life kind of appearing and just sort of poking me, reminding me of things I could have been doing, I would have been doing. And that feels so far away from where I am now. While many theatres still long to reopen to their communities, a few have been fortuitous enough to begin to come alive again. I'm at the back of the Olivier. It's funny, I was expecting to come into an empty theatre, but actually, there's loads of people working here. And in a weird way, that gives you some hope. I'm Ella Taylor, and this is Freelancers Make, a new theatre podcast. In our first ever episode from Freelancers Make Theatre Work, lighting designer Paulie Constable talks to us from the National Theatre. I'm just walking past a steel deck. I think that's been there since Ray Smith and I did Street of Crocodiles here in 1993. And in those days you could smoke out here. I remember chain smoking rollies for hours trying to decide how we were going to do this crazy complicity show. And then there's chandeliers everywhere. And there's one there's brilliant there's part of one of the puppets from Warhorse. I think it's probably Alice, who's Joey's mother. That was a terrible idea we had, and she was kind of half a puppet and was going to appear at the beginning. And we always joked about what a bad idea that was. And there's a cliff ghast from his dark materials up there as well, which was a puppet that kind of chased around the stage. And then there's... Oh my God, there's the um, a light box from Curious Incident and the flayed cow that we flew 
for the visit that Vicky designed and blood bag, oh, body bags from Thropony Opera. That's so brilliant. Talk about ghosts. Paulie is an Olivier and a Tony Award-winning freelance lighting designer. She is an associate director of the National Theatre and of Matthew Bourne's New Adventures. She has worked on shows like Ocean at the End of the Lane, Angels in America, The Curious Incident of the Dog in the Nighttime, Les Mis, War Horse and Follies. Her designs have transported audiences and characters to heaven, deep into the ocean, through the inner workings of a child's mind, through wars and into dreams. She is a passionate believer in collaboration, both on stage and off. Paulie shares some of her thoughts about going home and the ghosts that inhabit that space. There's this tiny office on the fourth floor, which I've used as my base quite often when I've been working in the building over the past few years. And it's kind of absolutely classic National Theatre, concrete planking, the sort that Dennis Lasden loved, and an amazing view of the river. And I'm sitting here, and uh, they've started the tech for Death of England, or they're about to start the tech for Death of England. There are people working in the theatre and just popping in and out and sort of checking up with how everybody's doing and how the new systems are. And I just, it's weird because I'm not doing a show, but I'm here just to sort of see how it is, how people are. You realise that people who are working feel universally kind of conflicted about that and lucky. One of the guys on stage said to me the other day, we were kind of chatting about what the last few months had been like and I was saying, you know, what's it like being back? And he said, it makes you think a lot about the people who aren't here anymore and all of you, meaning us freelancers. And he said, I feel so lucky. But then you come front of house. And even during the day, these spaces have always, in the last few years, been full of kids and mums and children. This theatre's never just been a theatre. And none of them are here now. That we're not even allowed downstairs, but I'm up at the Olivier Circle level. I just want to go upstairs, have a think. Sort of weirdly emotional coming back into a space that I know so well, where I've sort of grown up. Looking across the river as well and just thinking about London and the city and all the shows that I've done here, because it's sort of been my home for so long. Oh, it's full of ghosts. We'll now take a short break for a word from our sponsors. Welcome back to Freelancers Make and this week's guest, Paulie Constable. Just walking past a post of a curious incident. Oh, that feels a long time ago. 
and nine to the circle, which is a funny quiet space anyway during the day. What's going on here? I mean, it's amazing to come into a theatre and see things moving and people working. I just bumped into one of the sound department who said, it's like everything's changed and nothing's changed. There's actually a production meeting going on down in the stalls and everybody is sitting two metres apart. But talking still, and talking in person. Oh, it's taking me back. It's quite scary, making me think about the visit that was on here, on stage in here when lockdown happened that I'd been working on. It was the last show I opened before lockdown. And just there's some balloons in the the stalls. They've been trying something for one of our new in the round shows. And that makes me think about Pericles, that amazing collective shared experience in here, that community show. just looking at the posters for the talks and events. Actors Leslie Manville and Hugo Weaving on the visit on the 20th of March and Lucy Kirkwood and director James MacDonald on the Welkin on the 26th. Got their ghosts, aren't they? Ghosts of shows that were running. Not anymore. Looking at that picture of Maxine Peake. I love that show. And Leslie. What an incredible performance. I hope that people realise that's important. That for all of us who do get to be in a theatre at any moment, there's a joy and there's a fear about have you forgotten and what will it be like but also though it's really it's really troubled isn't it just thinking about how many people aren't given that opportunity how many people are losing um but also this sort of inescapable joy of being given an opportunity to make something again and to work as a group again. God, I miss that so much, that kind of teamwork. The thing I find hardest, the thing that makes me think most about everything I miss is the smell. I think every theatre has a very particular smell backstage. It's a sort of working smell, but there's also something pervading about it. And I mean, I first worked at the National when I was 25 and it's always had that smell. The backstage world has always been like that. So the most sort of ghost ridden part for me is walking through the stage door, which is different to how it was when I first worked there in 1993 but it's on the same side of the building and there's the kind of goods and the kind of grills and that very particular atmosphere of that part of the building. And there's no stage doorkeeper on at the moment. Security are looking after it, but some of those security guards, they've been there as long as I've been working there. And 
they feel as much part of my theatre family as anybody else. So that there's, there's this kind of huge wave of nostalgia and love seeing them. And then walking through that bit of the stage door and there's this kind of ramped corridor that goes down towards the backstage areas. And at, for the last sort of 10, 15 years, it's had these kind of neon type tubes in the ceiling. But I, and my bicycle, I'm always pushing a Brompton bicycle and it makes this particular noise as you walk down that corridor and it smells of the National Theatre and it smells of so many memories for me. It's so complicated and the thing about having to talk to the people you care about but having to back away from people all the time is so not on not my natural instinct trying to make collective work and collective decisions and yet at the same time sort of all leaning back against walls and trying to spread ourselves through auditoria um yeah so weird 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 i think that's the best word to describe it, weird and perplexing and confusing. Yeah. But it's funny because there have been so many redundancies and so many shifts in this building and the group of people who are in here working together at the moment, doing maintenance, putting the space back together, they're not just the Olivier crew, they're from all over the theatre and it's like they're coming together because they've got an opportunity to make something. And weird though it is, I'm just looking at the head of the Littleton stage, walking, re- walking around the Olivier and thinking, you know, all the rules have changed, all the teams have changed, how we work's changed. And it's scary, but also, I thought today was going to be really depressing, but actually, It's full of hope as well because it looks different and it feels different. And if we can really make this horrible, horrible time help to create a world of making that is different, then some of it would have been worthwhile. I'm Paulie Constable and I'm a freelance lighting designer. Freelancers Make is a curtain call and Freelancers Make Theatre Work production. The podcast is produced and directed by Sally Beck Whitman and co-produced by Alistair Cope. Music is composed by Freddie Crossley with transcription by Kelsey Acton. Freelancers Make Theatre Work is a community for the 200,000 self-employed theatre makers in the UK. It is currently run by a crew of volunteers from around the industry. I'm Ella Taylor and thank you for listening to Freelancers Make. Subscribe to the Curtain Call Theatre Podcast and never miss an episode of Freelancers Make. Have you ever wondered how your favourite performer actually feels? Well, here's your chance. 
Welcome to The Quiet Part Out Loud with me, Bobby Steggert, Broadway actor and now a therapist to a whole host of Broadway creatives. Part interview, part therapy, this is not your typical podcast. We'll go right to the heart of things with some of your favorite artists, what they still struggle with, what lessons they've learned, what they haven't figured out yet. There's enormous power in saying the quiet part out loud. Are you listening? Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.